Hey, Awakening Podcast listeners, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit even from your the podcast right from your phone or your computer. Your choice. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. This is The Awakening Podcast with your host, Michael Kabiski. Hey friends, how you doing? Yep, it's me, Michael Kabiski. I'm back with another podcast episode. Hey, if you haven't before shared this podcast, I encourage you to do so. I encourage you to share this one. Um, check out other ones, listen to them, share those as well. Um, also, it'd be awesome if you could subscribe to the podcast, wherever podcasts are found, on Apple Apple Music, um, or sorry, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Wherever you're listening to this, you can subscribe right there. So, yeah. All right, so now, uh, but uh, first of all, I want to pray for this podcast um, that God would pour out His Spirit, and that He would give me the words to say speak to you today and um so i'm gonna do that lord thank you jesus for this time that you have given god for this podcast for me to create this podcast god to do the work that you want me to do through you father god and let the words be your words god that you have given me to tell the people father god and Lord, that it's not just me, it's not me saying them, Father God, but it's you, Lord. It's your your work in me, Father God. And I pray that you anoint me today, Father God. And um, I pray to God that this is not just words, Father God, but it's action, Father. That it's words into action, Father God. And the, the people would not only just hear the words, that you're speaking through me, Father God, but they are doing what the Word of God says. I thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, here is this podcast, A Light in the Darkness. Alright, alright, alright. Let's get to it. <laughs> so this podcast is actually entitled Let Your Light Shine. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So as you know, um, you heard that song in the beginning. This little light of mine. 
But you know what? I'm reminded of that song. You know, the song goes like this. Um, it didn't say that in the verse in the very beginning of the song. But the song goes, um, this is the chorus. This begins with the chorus, what I'm gonna what I'm speaking on right now. It says, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine all the time. Let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No. I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No. I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine all the time. Let it shine. And then another verse goes, Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. All the time. Let it shine. You know, that was one of my favorite... Um, Songs growing up as a kid, going to Sunday school, um, we, we sing that like every Sunday. Pardon me, just getting a little water here. Um, but you know what? I believe a lot of us Christians have hid our faith under our bushel because we are too busy to share our faith or too scared to share our faith because we... Um, we think that we'll be persecuted for it. But you know what? God commands us to go into all the nations. Matthew 28, 19, it says, you've probably heard this so many times, but come on, when are we going to get it? It doesn't mean that Matthew 28, 19 doesn't mean that it's not for us because the Bible... You know why? Because the Bible is for us. It doesn't mean that it's only for those people who are called to go into other countries. No. It's, it's time for us to listen to Matthew twenty-eight nineteen and go across the street as well, too. That is our mission field. So many times, a lot of Christians have, they have um, a vision for the other, other world other parts of the world than they do have in front of their own eyes and in their own neighborhoods. And it's time that we listen to Matthew 28, 19, and we do what it says. It says, go then into all peoples every, everywhere. Do you hear that? It says, go then to all peoples everywhere. It doesn't say just go to China. It doesn't just say go to South Korea. It doesn't say just go to Iraq or Iran, or Thailand, or wherever. It says, everywhere. And make them my disciples. Baptize them. Who is them? The people who don't believe in God yet. The sinners. It says, baptize them. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey everything I've commanded you and it will be with you always to the end of the age it just doesn't say therefore for, uh, make Christians baptize them then, and that's all no it says to teach them everything I have commanded you 
and we don't do that. And we are commanded to do that as well. You know, we just think that this verse is only maybe even speaking just about the past. Um, that he was speaking to his disciples when it was actually for all of us. The Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, you know what? We get so comfortable in our own little Christian little bubble, our own Christian comfort zones, with people, maybe we get comfortable with people in our church, comfortable where we park, comfortable where we sit, and we watch, you know, and we watch TV seeing this world as a mess as it is, and the evil corruption that is going on in America, and we say, well, why doesn't do anybody do anything? And we just want, um, you know, we just want things to happen. We want Jesus to come back as soon so we don't, so we can escape this stuff. Maybe we're hunkering down in a bunker or drinking our Bud Light and eating Top Ramen, you know, and we're waiting for the tribulation of the world to happen, for the world to come and, or for the world to come. We're waiting for Jesus to come and we want to escape. And we're wondering, you know, why why are why doesn't somebody do anything? Why does God just strike them all dead? You know? You know what? God is coming soon. He's you know, we we, we think, oh, you know, God is coming soon. He's just gonna judge the world in time for us to escape, you know? <laughs> At that point, at that point, because we have done that, that is when we hide our light under a bushel. You know, there's two things we can do. We can either, we can either number one, to choose to hide our light and consume Christianity. We can make, you know, we can make it Christianism. We could, you know, we could subscribe to Christianism. And plan for our escape, you know. Or number two, we can become a believing, believing Christian and do what the Word of God commands us to do. Do what the Bible says. Matthew 5, verses 13 through 16 states. This is verse uh, 13. You are the salt of the earth, but the salt loses its saltiness. But if the salt loses... Let me go back to that. It says, you are the salt of the earth. Did you hear what that says? It says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Verse 14. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put under put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. 
verse. Um, so I'm, then I'm going to go to James, uh, verse 1 through 25. In the NLT, it says, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and don't forget what you look like. But if you carefully into the perfect law, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. You know, our job is not to sit back and let the light... Our job is not to sit back and to let, let the light come to us, but we must spread the light across the world. It's time that we... It's time that... We, in this time of chaos of the world that we are living in right now, do not look to the right, that we don't look to the left, especially political things right now, and that we listen to what God says and let our light shine in the darkness, that we get it, can't even speak, sorry, that we get our hands dirty. It's time that we look up to God. It's time to break out of our comfort zones. Yes, it may not be comfortable to share the darkness, to share the gospel. Because we're not used to the darkness that's all around us. And because we want to just grab onto the light because, you know, it's comfortable for us. It's safer for us. You know what? The light is not just for us, friends. We are not to hoard the light, but we are to share the light. A lot of Christians have been comfortable in their light, you know, and their light is, you know, a lot of Christians have been comfortable and their light has been blown out by Satan that they don't even realize it. You know, that, they, that they've lost their saltiness and they become unsalted. They're kind of like a... <laughs> how to describe it? It's kind of like a saltine cracker. <laughs> not, I'm not saying that that is not racial. Um, I, and I don't intend it to be at all. That it's kind of that way that, you know, it, it's lost its saltiness. It's lost its flavor maybe after a while for sitting. You know, a cracker that's sitting on a shelf or something, you know, in your cupboard. Saltines, and they, it's lost its flavor. It's maybe staled or something like that. And that's um, that's how we can be. We can become stale in our, in our faith. And they've become, you know, they've, maybe they... And when we can become stale, you know, we become like the church of Ephesus... Like the uh, book of Revelation says. I'm squeaking when I'm talking. Squeak! Sorry. <laughs> and the, okay, so I'm going to read uh, 
this verse. It's Revelation um, 2, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. This is uh, the message to the church of Ephesus. Verse 1 says, Write this letter to the angel of the church in Ephesus. This is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know that all things you do. I've seen your hard work and your patient endurance. I know that you don't tolerate evil people. You've examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not. You have discovered that they are liars. Verse 3. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting. But I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. But it is in your favor. You hate the evil deeds of the Nicolites just as I do. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give fruit from the tree of life in paradise of God. It's time that we repent and ask God for his saltiness and remove our lamps our, and re- <laughs> it is time that we repent and ask God for that saltiness and remove our lamps from under that bushel and let our light shine. I'm going to say it again. It is time that we repent and ask God for that saltiness again. And we remove our lamps from under the bush that Satan has put it. And we let our light shine. It's time for the church, as in the people of God, stating, It's time for us to let our light shine. Not just from on a city of a hill, on a hill. But we are called to be light carriers, to spread the light of the world. <laughs> oh, Jesus, help me on this. <laughs> help me, Lord. Help me, help me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. Jesus. I'm going to repeat it again. I'm going to start from the beginning. Cut! <laughs> this is a podcast. You, can, you can't really do that, but yes, you can. But uh, anyways. All right. It's time for the church, as in we, the people of God. It's time for us to let our light shine. Not just from a city on a hill, but we are called to be light carriers, to spread the light to the world, because we have Jesus in us, the light of the world. You know, I live in Washington State. Um, I live in Tacoma, Washington. And that's basically, I mapped it out for the heck of it. It's 41.5 miles, 41 and a half miles. 
Um, from my place to the current Chaz Antifa, um, Antifa Antominus Zone, or whatever it's called. Now, I've seen the videos on Facebook um, inside of it and everything, and people are making it like a Woodstock. Um, people are smoking pot, giving free food away. Um, in reality, in a way, it is a dangerous place to go. But um, there are a lot of darkness everywhere inside of that place. Um, stuff you don't really see um, as well, too. Um, but on June 12th of this year, 2020, you know, last week, the mayor of Se- Seattle, Janie Durkin, she referred Chaz as another summer of love. Durkin's comment was mostly referring to the year 1967, when about 100,000 people made their way to San Francisco's neighborhood in Haight-Ashbury, I guess it's called, um, the people gathering there were mostly hippies and young people and the scene stretched across the west coast and throughout the country later the gatherings were largely filled by drugs but did you know that the Jesus people movement was actually birthed out of the original summer of love God showed me that and um God show me that this is a new birth of another Jesus people movement. That this will be a new revival, a great awakening. That this, yeah, it, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And I, I am so happy that God shared that with me. I know when I was a kid, I even did a report in um, high school. I remember that in my English class, we were supposed to do reports um, about what impacts you or something like that. And so, not knowing till I know to this day that I believe um, this has been birthed in me ever since I did the report. That um, I did a report on the Jesus people, actually. And uh, now God is showing me this today. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's time that we as Christians go into Chaz and share love. The love of Jesus. True love. God is love. And I urge you, the church, to be the light into the darkness and spread the light of God into Chaz. And the rest of the world. And anywhere people are protesting right now during this time. You know, right now, actually, um, I've seen videos and reports of churches actually going into the place where um, George Floyd was actually died. They actually, the area where he um, got killed, the churches are actually baptizing people. That's awesome. I think something's gonna have spark and come out of that as well too. It's gonna be it's gonna be all connected to this whole thing with Chaz. But you know what? It's time, church. It's time, church, that we step into Chaz. 
and we let our light shine. Jesus has called us to be his disciples. Matthew 10, verses 7 through 8, it says, Go and announce to them that the kingdom of God is near. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cure those with leprosy. And cast out demons. Give as you freely have received. Did you hear that? It says give as you freely have received. You know, you've received the light. You've received, you have received healing. People have, you know, I know that there are a lot of Christians out there who have been healed. And they've been, they've became Christians because they have been healed um, from things. They've been delivered out of drugs. But it says give freely. But it doesn't say hoard it. Hoard it which a lot of Christians do. They hoard God. But it says, give freely as you have received. I believe that God is doing something that he has been doing, you know, he's he's up to something that he's been doing for years behind the scenes that we've never seen. He's been working behind the scenes and it's finally starting to come forth. His plans are starting to be built. So my question to you, friends, is will you be a part of God's plan? Or you be one of those ones who wants to escape the darkness? It's up to you. But I'm going to do God has called us to do. I'm going to spread the light. I'm going to let my light shine for the world to see. Thank you, guys. I, I really encourage you to um, let your light shine across the world. Let your light shine across the street. Let your light shine to your city. Let your light shine in the grocery store, in the restaurant, wherever you go. And I encourage you, especially if you're in the Seattle area, or maybe, heck, if you like to even travel, I encourage you to come to Seattle and let your light shine into Chaz, in the Antifa area. It's time for another summer of love, the love of God, to come up there to Capitol Hill and for God to do what he wants to do. Will you let your light shine? Will you? And um, maybe you've lost um, your light. Maybe your light has been burnt out. Maybe you want to have your light be bright again. Maybe you want another spark, another waking of the Holy Spirit in you. 
and your light shines. Oh, and your light shines and you're never going to let it go out. I just want to pray for you right now. Lord, I just thank you for the people who are listening to this podcast. Father God, those people who've let their light burn out, who've let Satan um, be on a sneak attack, his demons be on a sneak attack and burn their 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 light got burnt out father god or maybe they just put their light under a bushel and it got burnt out lord god i don't know but they've let the things of this world and distract them and they've they've seen the things on tv and they just you know they're just people who are just waiting to escape from this world and oh they're just whatever father god just i pray god that you just spark a new wave of your Holy Spirit in them, Lord God, a new flame. <laughs> yes, Lord God, that the a new spark, mm, a new flame be, be in them today, Father God, and you just have your way in them, Father God, so that they can shine their light, your light through them, God, to the rest of the world, Father God. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Bless them today, Father God. Thank you. What you've done, Father God. <laughs> what you've done in the past, God. Thank you what you've done in the past, God. And the 1970s, God, with the Jesus people movement back then, Father God. Yeah. Yes, Lord God. A lot of people came Christian side of that, Father God. I thank you for that, Father God. I thank you for what you're doing right now at this very moment, God, even though things in the world are coming crashing down among us, Father God. We we think it is, Father God. It seems like it is, Father God. We pray for what you're doing right now, God, and we pray for what you're going to do and what you're about to, to do, God, that we've never seen before, Father God, that you're up to something, Father God. And that you're going to do it, Father God. And we pray for that. We thank you for that, Lord. We bless you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing and what you're about to do, Father God. We love you, Lord. In your name, Lord. Amen. Once again, thank you for listening to the Awakening Podcast. I am Michael Kabiski, the host of the show. Remember, there's one God, one hope, one peace. Love you. Oh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Um, And as well as share this episode. Thank you. You have been listening to The Awakening Podcast with Michael Kabiski. Remember to like and subscribe. Thank you. God bless you. Have a blessed day.